Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Best show. What's up, Tom? Chili B from Lower East, Newbridge Heights. What's happening, my man? Oh, not a whole lot. Just doing the show. It's another Tuesday night. That's it's kick-ass. It's kick-ass. Oh, thank you. Thank you. What was you, you, you said your name was Chili? Chili B. Chili yeah. B. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, I know I know. I missed a window on this, um, uh, the Beatles thing. Um, you know what song I, I would love to hear them do? Yeah, what's that? Have you seen this Northwestern Mutual commercial? It runs all the time. They 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 um, play this Dolly Parton song. You know what it is? Yes, I have seen. It's nine. What to, is it? Nine it's, to um, five. What is it? Nine to five. What? That's the song they do. No, it's not. That's not how it goes. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, working nine to ten. What a quick way to make a living! Isn't that it? Yeah, but that's not the. That's a Dolly Parton song. It's based on a Dolly Parton song. It's nine to ten, though, right? Yeah, but that's what they do. Oh. Yeah. You know. I don't. You know. It, you didn't know that that's what they do. No. Well, that's what they do. I thought it was. It was a, that's a song about like a day trader or something. Like that's a quick way to make a living. Nine to ten. Yeah. No, but it's a, it, look, it's a Dolly Parton song. Oh, okay, all right. Admittedly, all right. I'm not paying that much attention to the commercial. I know that, the, the, what is it, Northwestern? Uh, yeah, Central? yeah. Yeah, that's a Dolly Parton song. No biggie, no biggie. Yeah. Hey, this Trump stuff is, is just crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's for sure. Right. I mean, if you saw any, any of that game last night, he, he came out for the Star Spangled Banner, didn't know any of the words. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like, Bleh. what do they call that, thousand-yard stare, is that what it's called? When you're just kind of like zoned out, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. It's almost like a, he's like medicated. Could be, or he needs to be. I don't know. Yeah. You, hey, speaking of, you check out this uh, that wolf book. Oh, what's that? Fire and Fury. Yes. Not yet. Oh no, my I god, you got to read this thing. You're reading it. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and like everybody around him. Yeah, of course, they all say that he's stupid, that he's got no focus, he eats horribly. Now they're saying he's in bed until like 11, he's dim, he's dull, his ties are way too long, his jackets are too big, all that stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that's like a pretty big bombshell in this is, is that nobody on his team thought that he was going to win. And so, because of that, they're all planning to, whatever, par- parlay the fame notoriety that they got from being on his campaign into real-world jobs when he lost, when he ultimately lost, which they all, all, all thought he would. You know, they, they'd, they'd be writing books and hosting TV shows and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, he won. Yeah, and I, I heard that he didn't even want to win. No, it's true. Yeah, that's what they say. And um, the one thing that... that um, 
that plays plays into that. It's not in the book, but but I've heard this from multiple sources. Is that Trump was most upset of, about winning uh, because it, it it scuppered his plans to become the new lead singer for the Cro-Mags. The Cro-Mags, what the the New York hardcore band? Yeah, yeah, they're Trump's favorite band, and, and I I I heard it was mentioned on the best show maybe last year that Trump frequented these hardcore punk shows at CB's and the Ritz like back in the late 80s and the early 90s. Yeah, and I if I I remember that happening that somebody called in and talked about that uh last year on the show and there that there was even like a photo floating around that showed uh Trump at the uh and an I was at like an agnostic front show out in the in the pit. Oh my god, I I have to I have to Google that. That sounds pretty. That sounds pretty cool. So, anyway, um, Trump, Harley Flanagan, uh, Paris, and Mackie were in full rehearsals for a tour. But then he, he got elected, and he was furious because he couldn't tour. You know, so he usually bummed. But but the interesting thing is that he and Harley still talk every day. Harley is Harley Flanagan, the the bassist and founder of the Cro-Mags, who's kind of a very outspoken and, and kind of, I guess you'd say, violent kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, he's uh, you know, he's got a, a hair trigger from from uh, what I hear, and, and you know, that, that plays into this. Trump apparently wanted to make him press secretary, but he was worried that Harley would keep going off message in every press conference would kind of devolve into Harley going on about how crazy and off the hook the Lower East Side was back in the day. Uh-huh. You know? Just turning the press, like they, there's business to be conducted at a, at these uh, press conferences. Yeah. And he would turn it into a thing just talking about just like, you should have been there. Like. Yeah. You weren't there. And then, like, the chances are, like, he'd tear off his shirt, and, you know, you'd see that big, whatever, like, bat tattoo that is on his chest, and he'd get up in, like, uh, I don't know, um, Wolf Blitzer's face or, or, or someone, or um, Hallie Jackson, you know, and that's not, that's a bad scene. Yeah, that would not be, that would not be uh, what you're, what, what would you expect out of a press conference? No, 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 you can't risk it. Yeah, it's really weird. So, um... With all this you're saying, mm -hmm. like, this is, where are you getting this from? Oh, well, you know, a reporter never reveals his sources, all right? Let's, let's just say I have it on deep, deep back rub, all right? Uh-huh. Oh, wait, on deep back rub? Yeah. What is deep back rub? <laughs> you're in the media and, and, and you've never heard that term? Are you serious? Deep back rub? No. I've never, ever heard anyone say deep back rub. I mean, I've heard people say deep background. Wait, what is it? Deep background. Oh, that makes more sense than deep back rub. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I guess the guys were having one over on me. They they said it was it was called deep back rub. Uh huh. So they were somebody was kind of making you look like a fool. Yeah, you know, or or, or as Liam uh, Gallagher would say, making me look a C. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that that's a thing yeah. to say that, but yeah. he's, uh, yeah, very, very uh, charismatic. Leon he Gallagher. is, he is, and I'll tell you, nobody wears a, a, a parka on stage like that or 
sings with his hands behind his back like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'd almost think he looks so bored with the things you'd almost think he's heard Oasis. Oasis. Right. Yeah, I can't see that. It's like, uh, yeah. I, it's, it's, uh, but I guess they're probably going to have some huge reunion at some point, huh? Oh, you know, they will. You know, I, I just don't know. I, you know, like the, the big question I think for everybody is, is, uh, you know, is Giggsy going to be there? It's what everybody is talking about. Yeah, I my money is if Giggsy ain't there, there's no there's no tour. So you don't think the two brothers will reunite Oasis if Giggsy's not there? No, are you kidding? Not without that uh-huh. the, those those patented bass runs. Yeah. yeah. What about Bonehead? Yeah, Bonehead will probably be there. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So, but you think a reunion? It's like the Gallagher's. Yes. Can a reunion happen with one of the Gallagher's, but Bonehead and Giggsy? That's not that's not my oasis. Uh huh. You need sure. all of them. You need all all. I of need them. all of them. I need. I need. I even need Tony Carroll. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, wait. Now, you said you lived where in Lower East Newbridge Heights? Yes. Yeah. Why? Because that's that's out where I live. Yeah, I know. Oh, you know that? How, how do you know that? Well, because I see you every day. Hold on. Wait, you see me every day? Yeah. In, in the Lower East? Yeah. Where? In your yard. In in my yard? Yeah. You see me in my yard? Yeah, yeah. I'm your snowman. Hold on. Wait, what's that? I'm your snowman. Why? My snowman. Yeah. You're my snowman. I am, yeah. And I'll tell you, dude, you got to get that damn dog to stop peeing on me because I'm sick of it. It's 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 humiliating and I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. Hey, hey Mike. Um can we tighten it up on your end a little bit with the prank phone calls getting through? If you don't mind. Good. All right, so who who is this, really? I told you. It's me, Chili B, your snowman. Okay, this is just stupid now. This is actually starting to bother me. Um, all right, hold on. Let me get my phone. I got this home security app, Creepy Gone. can kind of keep an eye on my own, my house. All right. I'm logged in now, just to take the jokes once and for all, put them to rest. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm looking at my front yard. And there you wait, there wait, where are you? You're supposed to be on the, you were on the front yard when I left. It's like six today. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The show. Hey, I'll tell you, man, you got to cut back on that coffee. You know, you, you carry that whole big pot with you into your, out, out to your car. And, you know, take it easy with that, all right? Take it easy. Okay. You, it's too much coffee. I, but, but that I said, a, yeah. I do think it's helping you blow through that Black Sabbath book. You're, you're almost done it, right? Uh-huh. The Black Sabbath FAQ book? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Almost done. Yeah. You, did you start at the beginning? I, I personally would have gone straight to Gillian. No, I re- and, I've and been Gillian. reading it. I've been reading it straight through. And there's a very interesting section now of the book where they talk about uh, just all the lead singers after Ian Gillen. Tony Martin. Tony Martin. I was going to say Tony Wright. Yeah. And uh, Ray Gillen, right? Is it Ray? Ian. But there was another Gillen after. Oh, oh, you're right. I, I, I think it is Ray, yeah. Yeah. Do they talk about body count guitarist Ernie C. of producing one of those latter records? Yes, the one on IRS Records. Oh, my God. You remember when Black Sabbath was on IRS Records? I think Terry Chimes played the drums. It is amazing. The cla- the drummer from The Clash and the the guitarist or bassist from Body Count? Guitar player, yeah, Ernie C. Uh, Why? So Ernie C. is producing Black Sabbath. Yeah. And the guy from The Clash is drumming for them. Yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, very interesting. <laughs> so, hey, wait, wait, if you're not in my yard, where are you right now? Oh, I'm out and about. Don't don't worry about it. Hey, what's your read on your garbage man? On my garbage man? I, I really don't know the garbage man. To, oh, it's Donnie. Man. And I'll tell you one thing. I think yeah. he's a creep. You think the garbage man's a creep? I know he is. He, he just has that look. He's like a he's like a cross between Tim Kazarinsky's character in Neighbors, you know, the guy that snakes the sewers, and, and Donald Trump Jr. in real life. Uh huh. Yeah, he's he's a little oily. Yeah. yeah. You know what I do? Yeah. What's that? I sing little songs while he's loading your trash into the truck. I, I, it's like he's the garbage man making garbage plans. To go get Shafache tonight. <laughs> Dumb mutant has no idea where the voice is coming from. He's looking around. Boy. Yeah, well, to be fair, though, he's looking around for it and he's seeing a snowman. He's not expecting a snowman to be singing. That's the beauty of it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. but you're, you kind of <laughs> jerk him around a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, speaking of songs. Uh-huh. I like Christmas songs. But yeah. I'll tell you, I, I do get my fill by the 25th. Sure. I mean, it, 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 
it's fun to see all and hear all the carolers come to your house, you know. But I'll tell you, I'll melt happy if I never have to hear those songs again. You'll melt happy? Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and the logic of some of these songs? I mean, who's kidding? Oh, here. Like, what, are there specific ones you're thinking of? Well, that one, you know, the, what's it, bring us some figgy pudding and bring it right here? I mean, that that's a pretty disturbing line on, on a multitude of levels. But uh, bring it right here. Like, where where the F else are they going to bring it? You know, it's like, uh, and, and, and bring it over there, and we'll tuck into it in a scotch. I mean, is that? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, that's fair. That's a that's a good observation. Our mouths are here, mm-hmm. so bring it here. But I'll, I'll tell you a, a less obvious one: Winter Wonderland. Yeah, you know, um, in the meadow we can build a snowman and pretend that he is Parson Brown. We'll say he'll say, "Are you married?" We'll say, "No, man." But you can do the job when you're in town. They've already established that this encounter is taking place in a GD meadow, right? Yeah. And now they're saying that Parson Brown, he can marry them in in the city. I mean, it's like get get your geography straight, you old timey nitwits, right? Fair. It's, yeah, yeah. But I got I got to say these are fair points. But I, I think I think you might be overthinking all this a little a little much. Here. Okay, maybe, but maybe, but but what's with the the We'll, we'll say no man line. I mean, who, who's this couple? Grace Slick and, and Paul Kantner? Uh-huh. Like, sh- show the parson slash snowman some respect, you drug-soaked Mansonites. Man, drug-soaked Mansonites. Yeah, where are we, Altamont? That's... No man! Yeah, I guess, uh... Yeah, I guess it is a little, a little weirdly... Hippie-ish. Right? I mean, and this song, I don't, know, I don't even know when the song was written, but it's like, I don't know. It's, 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 uh, the world's crazy, right? And getting crazier, some might it, say. It feels like it is. It feels yeah. like it is. Hey, yeah. speaking of crazy, um, crazy things, and holiday songs, you didn't create me until mid-December, so I wasn't around for Halloween. Yeah. But we snow people hear gossip now and then, and I know about the Monster Mash, but is there really a novelty song by the Bee Gees called Horror Party at Studio 54? Wait, a song by the Bee Gees called Horror Party, what is it? Horror, Horror Party at Studio 54. Someone no, told I've, me about it. I've never heard uh, of any such song. Um, I've no, how did, Do you know how it goes? Well, it's it supposed to be something like... Well, the Wolfman was off Frankenstein and Dracula had Aquaman's in his face and okay, the thing had I, his thing in his hand. Yeah, and, no, no, I'm stopping. I'm, I, I have to stop you on that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't sing anymore. Though. It gets dirtier. Yeah, well, it That's just the first line. It started off very It starts filthy. off with, with the Wolfman line, yeah. Yeah, that's filthy. It's a sickness, I guess. Yeah, yeah but look. It, well, is it real? I, I have no idea. Okay. If it's a real Bee Gees song or not, but I mean, I can only, in terms of what I'm trying to do on this show, right? There's really, there's just like no place for like filth like that on okay. this show. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. And also, Aquaman wasn't a monster. Sure, he was. He was. He's not. No. Huh. He's a superhero. Oh. 
But he has those abs, though, right? He's, he's like he's got a, a tight bod, though, right? It's pretty ripped. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, in the comic book, he kind of looked like uh, he was just a blonde guy in an orange uh, gill suit swimming around. But in the movie now, he looks like he's in. Uh, looks like he plays with Zach Wild. Oh really? Like, oh wait, you're not thinking of of, of uh, what's it called, The Shape of Water? No, not that movie. Okay, because he's a hottie too. I mean, he's he's got like a weird thin face, but the the mouth is very very attractive, and and the you know and and the abs are are pretty taut also. Yeah, and I'm not talking. I'm talking about the movie. He looks like he's in was it Black Label Society? Black Label Society. Zach Wilde's uh, Black Label yeah. Society. Yeah, like it looks like he's he's in. He's one of Zach's guys. He could be. He could be. Hey, speaking of of of, of rock music, yeah, I'm really getting into it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I'm I'm new to Earth, so you know I I don't know the names of, of all of of pretty much any of the records of, of the new stuff. I, I I just know the music and and the album covers. Okay, like what what kind of stuff are you into? Like what are your favorites so far? Well, I, I like this band. Um, they're called Pavement. And this album, I think it's called Two Guys and a Dog Keeping Warm by an Outdoor Fireplace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually called Wowie Zowie. What's it called? Wowie Zowie. Wowie Zowie. Yeah. Write that down. Um, I also like this this um, this guy, Iggy Pop. Um, sure. He has this album, um, it has a song called, I think it's called The Passenger, and the album's called I'm Having Fun. Is it just a picture of him looking... Pleasant on. He's like having fun, yeah. Yeah, that's lust for life. What's it called? Lust for life. Oh, okay. Well, I'm getting into, into like some of this. Um, I guess it's called like hardcore punk. Um, this band Husker Du. Uh huh. Yeah, of course. It's this double album, and it's called The Case of the Three Junkyard Lurkers. Okay. Um, that's Zen Arcade. What's it called? Zen Arcade. Oh, going by the cover, you'd think it was called The Case of the Three Junkyard Lurkers. I see I see your point, yes. Um, have you heard this song called When Doves Cry? By Prince. Yes, it's on this record. Um, I, I assume it's called Getting Ready to Take My Girl on a Foggy Motorcycle Ride. Is that what it's called? Uh, no, that's called Purple Rain, actually. Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, ha- have you heard of this guy named Nick Cave? Yes, of course. Um, I like this record. It has that song that goes, um, They take apart their bodies like toys for the local boys, because they're always there by the water's edge. Uh, the album's called, um, I think it's called I Banish the Naked Lady. Uh, yeah, no. Um, push the Sky Away. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Um, have you heard of only rock. Roll. Yes, I think that's on there. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, do I like have reggae? You, have you heard of reggae? Sure. I like this guy Bob Marley, and it's oh, this okay. album. Um, it's called Smoking Pot. It's it's not called Smoking Pot. Sure it is. That's no. what that's what's happening on the cover. Oh uh, no, that's uh, Catch a Fire. Catch a Fire. I don't yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, there's this this band. Um, they're actually called the band. Sure. And it's kind of like this old-timey music that's kind of rock. I really like this record of theirs. It's called A Child's First Painting. <laughs> no, that's uh, 
It's that's called music from the Big Pink. Oh, yeah. Then Bob Dylan painted that. Is he a child? He no, he was an adult at that point. Really? Yes. Interesting. Not known Inter- for painting, but well, huh? Huh? I, I enjoy this this duo, uh, kind of soulful but kind of rock. They're called Hall and Oates. Oh, of course, yeah. I like this uh, album. It's got a song called Witch Girl on it. And um, I assume the record's called The Two Miniature Men Who Lived on Wine and Crackers and Wrote Songs Surrounded by Ferns in a Recording Studio. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's not the... It's called Bigger Than the Both of Us, that album. It's a very, oh. very popular album for them. Oh, it is. Interesting. Uh-huh. Well, I like it. So yeah. I, if you had any recommendations, I'd be into it. Well, that I think you're kind of. That's a good start. It's very kind of good. on a good track. What's that? I'm kind of on a good track. I think so. I think you are on a good track, Chili. That's cool. Um, yeah. You know, I'm having a great time seeing all these new movies too. Uh, well, can what an I, experience. Can I ask, actually, considering that you're a snowman, uh-huh. how you're seeing movies? Oh, you know, there's um, there's a, a Snow People Cineplex under the Maurice Kern Pre Memorial Overpass. There, there is really. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, man. Oh, I, I love going to the movies, and I really love popcorn. Okay. I've never had it before. So yummy! Oh, it's total numbers. And I like to eat um, popcorn and, and Twizzlers in combination. Okay. It's really good. And, and listen, before the Cretans on your message board get their khakis in a curl, yes, I've tried red vines, and the jury is in. Oh, uh, they suck. Yeah. You don't like red vines? Don't like it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know, look, that's a matter of taste, I guess. And <laughs> what, <laughs> That couldn't be more true. Yeah. What? So what's the most recent movie you've seen? The most recent one? Uh, oh, uh, um, I saw that movie um, about the woman who runs the poker games. Yes, yes, that's uh, Molly's Game. What's it called? It's called Molly's Game. It is? Yeah. Oh. Well, this isn't any kind of spoiler or anything, but I just assumed it was called The Mean Father Who Somehow Knew Exactly When to Turn Up at a Very Specific Skating Rink in Order to Be Involved in One of the Weirdest Conversations in the History of Film. It's not called that. No, it's not. It's Molly's Game. Simpler title than that. Mm -hmm. And those scenes, I always... Scenes when somebody shows up at the place where the other person is, right. and there's no way for them to, or like they show, like they, you see that a lot of times in movies at like a cemetery. Right, yeah. And the person, the other person, they always say the same thing. I knew I'd find you here. Yeah. This is like the Muhammad Ali of that kind of scene. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look, I'm still wrapping my head around that there's a, it's a movie theater for s- snow people in, like, right in Newbridge. Oh, we have all, all the stuff, and we do all the things that you fleshies have and do. You know, we go to the park, we go shopping, we go to restaurants. Uh-huh. So when, yeah. if you're doing this stuff, when are you actually going to these places? Because I see, I see you out in, in my yard all day. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, you know, we snow people, we get up to our um, snow shenanigans when you guys all go to sleep. Really? Yeah, that's when we snow our wild oats. Uh-huh, you're really working the puns there, huh? <laughs> Jealous uh, much? No puns. Um, no, uh... A little yeah, bit? Well, 
a, a, a little tiny, bit. A tiny bit. Right, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. wish it was you were as cool as I am, get it? Oh, I, yes, I get it. <laughs> all right. It's all right. I'll let that one that one can stand. You know. Ah, oh, keep them coming. What's that? I said keep them coming. <clears throat> keep who are you talking to? Bartender. Wait, you're at a bar? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, Igloo's place. It's 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 run by a guy named Lou. Get it, Igloo? Yeah, I okay, I get it. Sure. Yeah. I'll probably be here until you come outside uh, to your front yard at 5 a.m. to take a squeege. Why do you do that up front? What are you t Well, there's... You know, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's like it comes from camping, I guess. It, yeah, I, I, I see it. I get yeah. it, I get it. Oh... Oh, I'll tell you, my wife and I, we are not getting along. Wait, you're married? Oh, yeah. Who, who are you married to? Jill. Okay. Uh, she's a snow woman. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she lives a block away um, in front of the Schwarzengruber's house. Uh, uh okay. All Weird right. family. Sure. So what, what, uh... What those guys are getting up to. What, if you don't mind me asking, what's going on between the two of you where you're not getting along? Oh, you know the usual. Married too soon after meeting. You know the, when those when those snow sparks fly, though. You know you uh, your mind gets. I don't know. You know you're just thinking from a different from a different region of your body, right? You know, and you really can't build a real relationship on on physical attraction and you know how well someone can polish your carrot. You know. Doesn't work that way. Yeah, no, it does. It, it doesn't, and that's not. What I hey, you know, on topic. Yeah. I found a stack of those penthouse forum magazines behind your neighbor Herb's tool shed. Penthouse forum is a magazine that's like that's like like people sending in letters, like like that get published in the thing talking about all like their their uh, erotic encounters. Mm-hmm. He's like completely exaggerated. Totally, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I read a few of them, and I'll tell you, it really got my snow boiling. Any young person, you know, who doesn't have any sexual experience who reads this garbage, they're, they're going to think that that animalistic, consequenceless sex really exists, and, and 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 it's not dangerous. Yeah, I mean, it is. It does send weird messages, and it's weird, kind of. I think it's very confusing, like weird uh, signals yeah. that that uh, people very, very, very can create some troubling situations. I agree, and that's why I have been writing a book called Penthouse Forum Postscripts. Uh, uh, what is that? Well, it's um, it's kind of what the the, the, really the title implies. Huh? Realistic tales of the aftermath of, of these hedonistic sexual encounters. Uh huh. I'd love to read one for you. I don't know. I mean, is it clean? It's totally clean, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's hear it. All right. I was at my son Marley's baseball game and my phone rang. It was Shelly, the woman from work who I had that amazing sex with last month. I answered the phone certain she wanted another copy room rendezvous. The tone and fragility of Shelly's voice immediately made me realize a love romp was not in the cards. I'm pregnant, Shelly sighed. My heart sank 
as I felt my world slowly crumbling. Beside me sat Julia, my wife of 15 years. She'd been with me through some of the worst moments of my life. She worked at night at UPS so I could go to law school. She'd be absolutely gutted if she knew what I'd done. That I took a whiz on my marriage vows. It's so sad. And took advantage of a much younger woman just so I could satisfy my base sexual cravings. I excused myself from the grandstand and I hid behind the Little League snack bar begging Shelly to do the right thing. But she wouldn't have it. She was determined to see this okay. thing through. I can't, yeah. she, I can't. I can't. We get it. That's enough of that. Well, I, I've got I've got some from the female perspective. Okay, I guess. Want to hear one? You know what? Sure. Let's. Okay. Uh, I would be interested to see what this is like. Okay. The silent notification went off while I was in the board meeting, and I shivered with excitement. It was blinking the color I'd assigned to Eric, the guy from last week I'd spent months strategizing around. I could hardly wait to get out of the meeting and check it, but when I finally did, it was just Eric saying, I think so, in reply to a Radiohead question I'd asked him three days ago. I immediately screencapped it and sent it to seven friends so they could tell me what a heartless jerk he was and make me feel both worse and better. Uh-huh. Okay, th- these are very depressing well, that's reality. Oh, hang on, hang on. My my publicist is texting. Your publicist? Oh my God! What? What is? What? What is it? Oh. What's wrong? I just got nominated for twelve Golden Snow Globes. Snow Golden Snow Globe. Yes. What? What? What is a Golden Snow Globe? It's exactly what you think it is. It's the Golden Globes, but for us snow people. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Wait, 12 nominations? Yes! Well, can I ask what you what do? You do? Oh, well, I'm, I'm kind of like the, the Tyler Perry or Seth MacFarlane of the snow set. I, I churn out a whole slew of movies and TV shows geared to ice people. Okay. Yeah, I've got shows like... Uh, uh, and, and films like the Diary of a Mad Snow Woman, uh, Chili B Gets Down, Chili B Gets Down 2, Dance with the One That Built You, Meet the Snowdens, uh-huh. Eat My Top Hat, to name just a handful. Wow, you really have a pretty full slate there. Very successful stuff, too. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that's very entrepreneurial. I had no idea... You were you were in the biz like that. Oh yeah, yeah, I am the biz pretty much. Okay, well, you know, look, you're uh, on my front lawn, and you know, maybe uh, who knows? Maybe you could hire me to uh, staff up on one of the uh, one of the movies or TV shows you got going there. <laughs> That's cute. Uh-huh. Wait, what, what's what, what's so funny? Um. Look, son, I read the radio detective. Wait, you you read the radio? How did you read the radio detective? Well, um, you know, it it fell out of the trash can when Donnie was dumping it uh, into the garbage truck. And I I, I picked it up and I read it. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hey, you know what? I, I'm sure your listeners would love to get a glimpse into what you work on during the day when yeah, you're not it, working it, on the best show. So that's okay. That's okay. I, I think they really wouldn't. I mean, 
look, the radio detective is not my best work in the schema things. Oh, come on. Just, just nutshell it, please. Please. I'll never ask anything from you again. Ooh. All right. Well, okay, I wrote a, sc- a screenplay that was a – it's not – look, I'm not – it's not great. It's not good, probably. Yeah, come on. Just, just – it's um okay. It's a, I wrote a screenplay about a the host of a call-in comedy radio show, and his name is Thom or Tom, but with an H. Mm-hmm. Thom, you know, I always thought it'd be said Thom in it. And um, oh, you're actually pronouncing it Thom in in the script. Yes. Oh my god. Okay, continue. Sorry. Uh huh. Well, you know, I thought the the one in the plot of of the uh, radio detective that one night Thom gets a call on the air from somebody that's afraid that somebody's out to kill him. From a, that's what a caller's worried about, and then Thom thinks it's a joke, and then until he hears like gunshots in the background, and then the line goes dead. Right. So then he's he's in, intrigued by that. Right. So then he starts to like. And look into the call and investigate, and then he finds out that yeah, a murder did take place, but the police are not following up on the case. They're not interested in it at all. So then Thom um, kind of like picks up all the the elements that are laying around and tries to solve the murder himself. Right. And the murder turns out to actually be part of a conspiracy. It goes all the way to the White House, and Thom eventually catches the murderer during a, a dramatic fight, which takes place on top of the Washington Monument. Okay, now, now, do the end that it it was written in in like this on the on the pages. It was written in pencil, and it looked like you were very angry when you wrote it. Mm-hmm. Read that part. Or explain what that part was. Sure. It's, yeah, I mean, it's about, it's like the fight's taking place on top of the Washington Monument, and then everybody in Washington is so impressed Uh that they lobby the sitting president, whose name is President Parker, Uh to step down and then let Thom become president of the United States. Uh Uh-huh. And then President Parker agrees, so then the next president is uh, President Thom Starling, is the 46th president of the United States. President Starling. Yeah, and look, I told you it wasn't my best work, okay? Well, Tom, uh, unfortunately, um, I read most of the other ideas that you left in the trash out on the curb over, over the last couple months. Yeah. And the radio detective is your best work. Really? Yeah, yeah. I read all of it. I read Get Sharpling. I read The Jersey Jester. I read Revenge on the World's uh, part, parts one through seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, uh, settling scores. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is so crazy. The maiming of the coward Kevin Smith by the godlike Tad Shockling. Uh huh. Well, first what of all, is that? first of all, it was settling scores. It's an N apostrophe, not settling. Oh, is it like a western? Yes. Okay. And it's about like, that. it's about like an old 
a cowboy DJ. I don't want to talk. Why? I can't even believe you read all of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, look, uh, look. I, I'm just trying to help you. Okay. Sometimes in life you're off target and you don't even know it. And I think this is one of those cases. I'll be brutally honest. Writing just isn't your thing. Just like working in a hot steel mill wouldn't be my thing. I'd melt. Really? Yeah, yeah. So what 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 do you think I should be doing for a living? Well, you know, just from my front yard vantage point, I, I see you exhibiting a, a few marketable skills, at least. Like what? Well, you're very good at organizing, cleaning, and maintaining those those wacky packages you're always carrying yeah, around. I do like to keep them in order. Yeah. Maybe you could get a job at one of those punnily named cleaning businesses like Clean and Jerks, that company that only employs a-holes to keep your house clean and spotless. Uh-huh. So, wait, you only think the only thing I am qualified to do is to get a job cleaning in houses? Well, no, I, you know, I, I do see you doing the, those jigsaw puzzles on your dining room table all day. Um, sure, it, it seems to take you five times as long as it would take, say, a teenager to, to put it all together, and you do start crying when you get stuck, but you do always see it through to its conclusion. I give you that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, try, I try because if you're going to start a puzzle, it's a... I, how, but how would I even make a living doing puzzles? Look, I, I can't hold your hand through life. You're going to have to ice up and figure this thing out for yourself. All I know is writing. Yeah, you just don't have it. Oh, no. Yeah, sorry. Oh. Look, i got to get ready to do my podcast. Your podcast? You have yeah, a podcast. Yeah, on my tab. I didn't, I didn't know you had a podcast. Uh, You're really hitting that bottle there, huh? I am. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. I don't want to go home. Yeah. yeah um, What's your podcast? Yes, uh, it's called The Iceman Podcast. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, I interview all the biggest names in snow business. But tonight I'm talking to one of the biggest names in uh, in um, fleshy broadcasting. Okay. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it's this guy, his name's A.P. Mike. Uh-huh, uh, yeah. I, I don't know who he is, but my producer says he's the next big thing in radio. Um, unfortunately, he's tethered to this, I guess it's like a romper room radio show, and he's just hes just sitting there biding his time before the host realizes that his 15 minutes is up, and he has to retire into flagrant obscurity, hopefully sooner than later. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anywho, I'll, I'll see you in the morning, unless I get lucky on the way out of here. <laughs> All right, later, bra. Take it cool. Oh, Keep oh, it icy. You too, Chili B. Help oh, me hung up. Oh. oh, that is a new low that I did not even think was possible um, to get refused employment by a snowman who is not even going to exist in like four months, not even four months. Well, you know, the hits just keep on coming.